Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. We are the Desktop GM's tonight. Uh, it's just a two-man show again. We got Anthony, we got Murph. Uh, our right. fearless commissioner is feeling a little under the weather. Um, that's what he told me. I don't think that I, – I think he's falling uh, ill to the fact that he's going to be in the sticker bitch bowl. Um, he's not going to yeah. be playing for the, the winner's bracket. Yeah. Light rain with a chance of shame <laughs> over the uh, strict yeah. household. Yes. Lots of, lots of tears. Um, and yeah. none, of them, none of them tears of joy for, for our fearless commissioner. So uh, he may got, get on a little later and we can roast him, but I kind of doubt it. So uh, we're going to enjoy this episode and, and roast our commissioner quite a bit. Um, and it's the last episode of the regular season. Playoffs start next week. Um, pretty crazy when you think about it. The season seems to have gone by pretty fast. Um, Indeed. So too fast as always. So I'm changing up what we do. We're not. I'm not doing a best and worst thing this week. There's a lot of you know, like worst thing. Oh, Lamar went down. That sucks for Murph and the and the Ravens. Um, the Texans laid the shittiest goose egg or the just. Just laid a big old fat turd against Cost Deshaun their Watson. The game. I mean, just horrible. Um, you know, and and there were some some good things too. But I'm I'm scrapping that segment, and we're gonna swap it for our playoff scenarios because there are a lot of different playoff scenarios. Basically, we have six teams vying for the last four spots. So we're gonna jump into those in a little bit. But right now, we're gonna jump right into our matchup recaps. Um, and I'm going to start this one off um, because it's going to continue our theme of roasting our fearless commissioner. Gentle Ginger Giant took down the Strictator, 127 to 90. Um, mm. Taylor picked himself. You and I picked Josh. Taylor picked himself because he said he needed the win. And he did indeed need the win and didn't get it. He played the uh, – Yeah. He played Deshaun This is Watson. what happens. This is what happens, Anthony, when you bring that type of energy into your locker room and you play Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Fresh off a disgusting suspension. He probably didn't have his pregame massage. That's my yeah. guess. But then Jalen Hurts put it to him. So, hey, you know, showing you what a real a real quarterback in the NFL can do. Uh, Jalen yeah. Hurts threw up 34 points. Um, Josh didn't even have a great performance from Nick Chubb. Uh, he had David Montgomery score 14. Komet scored 10. Komet looks like the only, the only option for, for uh, Josh Fields right now. Tony Pollard scoring 23. Justin Fields, sorry. I don't know why I said Josh Fields. I let it slide last week. Did I say it last week? <laughs> yeah. Damn. I tried yeah. to slip it to you later. I got to watch some but, football. Hey. You know, he's been hurt. So uh, I Tony, can't believe he put up that many points with Waddle putting 1.4 and yes. Alave getting him less than 10 too. That's crazy. Josh, well, it's It's scary. the Cowboys on his team. T- Tony Pollard scoring 20, almost 24, and then the Cowboys' defense scoring 22. And they are going to 
eat against the Texans. This coming up week. Points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what the Cowboys scored. Crazy. Uh, and Taylor, uh, again, highlighted by um, Deshaun Watson only scoring six points in his first game back. Eckler scoring only ten. And Kenneth Walker, who did get hurt in this game, scoring 3.6. Um, yeah, rough rough game from Taylor. Only had good performances from Christian Watson and Zeke. And everyone else kind of let him down in a game that he had to win. So Yeah, it was a bad week for Eckler to lay an egg. You know what? It was a bad week for all three of the podcast hosts. We we did we did not yeah. have a good week, uh, no, but no, we didn't. And we're, we're going to jump into our next podcast host. And Murph, I'm going to let you take this one. Hard R taking down the Cooper Troopers. Yeah, Anthony, if you're going to get Jimmy's team, you got to get him when he scores less than 120. And he scored 109, and you couldn't do it. You only put up 102. Herbert. Scored less than projected, only gave you 18. Mahomes, though, 19. You only lost a point there. And then McCaffrey giving you an RB1-type performance, 24 points to Jamal Williams is 9.5. Rashad White coming through for you, 13. Three points over his projected. Jonathan Taylor getting less than his projected for Cody's team. Mike Evans, single digits. You had T. Higgins, you know, a subpar game with 11 points. Brandon Ayuk, though, it starts getting worse. Brandon Ayuk, seven oh. points under his projected. And then Tyreek Hill puts up 25. I swear, you know, every Kelsey, time I saw Kelsey. that game, they were just throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, which makes Dude, sense because Waddle was in I, and out. But. I can't believe the uh, the pace he's been on. Like it's He hasn't missed a B in uh, – what's that dude's name? That coach is just drawing it up. Drawing it up for him. Oh yeah. Um, and then yeah, you know, you Cordero Patterson only giving you six. Yep. You know, both both y'all's kickers put up ten points, and then Tampa Bay giving you three, so you lose, you know, six points to him there. Uh, that's the bad one right there. Yeah, I mean Tyree Kill taking out your highest scorer in McCaffrey. That's kind of where you lost the game. Oh yeah. A lot. Of, I'm seeing a lot of red under the numbers on your players, Anthony. And you know. I'm watching the game on Thursday night between Buffalo and New England and thinking, okay, New England's got a great run defense. Maybe you can, they can stop up Singletary. And then they let him pound it in at the one-yard line for a stupid touchdown, and that was, <laughs> that was the difference. That was honestly the difference in our matchup, I think. Pretty close to it. Yeah, well, we'll get to I, my superpower. My superpower worked to an extent. I mean, he only scored 109, but I, I couldn't uh, – couldn't overcome that. Yeah, I mean, he scored more under his projections than you did yours, and he still got the W. Yep. All right. Well, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the next matchup. I'm gonna go self help hotline taking down Henson's carpet stains, and that's gonna be a, a a big win for Charlie to help his playoff chances. Um, pretty and crazy for me to say. Tough loss for Henson. A very tough loss for Henson, but pretty crazy for me to say Charlie and playoff chances. But here we are in 2022. Um, what a turnaround. Don't call it a comeback. 
he he doesn't spend money on waivers, but he's seven and five, um, or seven and six. So he's rolled with Rodgers all season. Um, it's a bold move. Camara with a down game, Sanders with a down game, but it's his two wide receivers. Devontae Adams and Tyler Lockett. And what's crazy is if you look on the other side of that matchup, Henson put up A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. And they, I mean, A.J. Brown scores 28 points. D.K. Metcalf scores 23. And they still weren't as good as Devontae Adams and Tyler Lockett, who put up 34 and 24, respectively. That's that's crazy. Um, Charlie had down games from Kittle. Um, Kirk got him a, a respectable 13 points, but it was his look. His, his kicker and his defense outscored Henson. 14 points for Gay, and 10 points for the Raiders. I on the Aaron Rodgers thing, he's only scored over his projected four times this year. Yeah. And one of those times, it was 16.22, and he was projected 16. So, mm, I, it's, I can't believe Charlie's doing, doing what he's doing. It's really, uh, it's really inspiring. He's going to need a little bit of help to, to make that last push to, to get into the playoffs. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at that later. But uh, the other thing that sticks out to me when I look at this matchup, Derrick Henry versus Alvin Kamara. 4.8 points for Henry, 4.7 points for Kamara. Excluding the kickers and defenses, these two scored the second lowest points on their teams behind the tight ends. That is I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, especially as well as they've been I mean, they've been doing. It's they're huge superstar names. Under well, five I mean, points. Rodgers and Tua, and Tua's actually been performing this year, and he barely scraped over 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, especially, Man, it looked like it was going to be a good game for Tua. First play of the game, he throws that bomb touchdown I to, didn't see to Shurfield. The game. First play of the game. First off, I mean, oh, okay. first play. I, I did, takes it. I did see a replay yep. of that. Is a chunks deep to to Sherfield, I think is who it was. I was like touchdown on the first Sherfield play. Was that fast? Yeah. Touchdown on the first play. I thought it was that. That was, and then Tua didn't do much else. Only got one more touchdown after that. Um. All right. Why don't you take the next one, Murph? Uh, let's go. Gastro Disastro, taking down Debo's little disappointments. All right. All right. All right. Well, Britt tried really hard to keep his dreams alive but little Dan just slammed that door shut him and Geno Smith leading his army Josh Allen letting Britt down in the in Another the clutch disappointing a disappointing 17 superstar. points yeah it makes me feel uh, a little bit better about how poorly Lamar played late in the season there but um, you know DeAndre Swift looking good for Britt, giving him a 19. But for you know Fournette giving Dan 11, so he's outscoring Dan there. And yeah, then his running backs did good. You know I think Pacheco's got the Chiefs backfield on lock now. And then you know Dan's usually been able to count on Ramondre Stevenson 
killing it, and he only gave him uh, 10 points there. But then Britt just gets – Zay Jones only gives him two and a half and up against Jamar Chase, who has a small uh, – you know, not a big game for Jamar, but not, uh, 13 points. <laughs> Wide receiver twos both score six in Hollins and Cooper. Tight ends a wasteland, and but you know Dan doubles up Britt. Britt's two point four, and then Gibson. This is where I mean this is where Britt loses it. The battle of the commandos in their flex spot. Antonio Gibson only gets Britt seven points. Where Terry McLaurin, twenty points. I mean, you know you're talking thirteen points right there. And what's this to what's the score? I mean Dan. Lost one by six. Yeah. So Britt doubled up the the gap right there with just your flex spots, and yeah, unfortunately he, for Britt, San Francisco's defense scoring nineteen points couldn't save him. He he would have won if he would have played both Kansas City running backs. If he would have put in McKinnon over Gibson, I think that would have uh, put him pretty close to pretty close to beating him or or topping him right there. That's a about a seven point difference. Yeah, uh, it's about a six point difference. Well, that's about all he needed. If it, it would have been close. Oh Dan yeah, Dan has Garrett Wilson sitting on his bench that's for true. the big twenty. Yep. If 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 yep. And honestly, I was looking. I don't. I, I wish Taylor were here. He might have it um, more readily available. But I want to say this might be one of the best years little Dan has had in our league. I mean, he's he's five and eight. He's gonna look to go six and eight, two games under five hundred. I think definitely since I've been in, it's it's. I think it's pretty close to the best he's doing. So, um, good for little Dan. Britt is falling right back to the mean. This is a Britt fantasy uh, season that we all expected. Yeah this this feels like the norm. Pack, yeah, it's cozy. It's like a warm blanket. It's like this is how things should be. All is right yep. in the universe. And again, a team, I think it was Britt's team last year, a team with Josh Allen is not going to make the fantasy playoffs. That's just can't that's, believe it. It's just how it goes. Especially how how big of a piece Diggs has been yeah. for Corbin. I know. <laughs> what happens when they all go to one guy. Well, Corbin's like, Th- throw something to uh, Gabe Davis. <laughs> well, when you look at it, I mean, the last, the two matchups before, um, Tua – had a bad game, but Tyreek Hill scored 26 points. That's just how fantasy is, you know? It's, yeah. But anyway, all right, let's jump into um, – I'll take the next one. I'm going to go shit show and a dumpster fire, taking down Murphy's Law. 123 oh, to 66. Drew this is – You I wound mean, me. I don't – I can't say that it's all blamed on this. But Lamar Jackson going down after, what was it, 10 snaps, 12 snaps? Yeah. Something like that. Only putting Lamar up getting, one point. going down after 10 snaps. That is Chris a, Godwin's touchdown getting called back. Yeah, that one hurt. Corlin Sutton getting hurt with injury. Oh, that's right. I mean, come on. It's just a lot of red that's on just, your team. Do we, do we have to talk about it? I Unfortunately, I do. Um, I know. Losing due to injuries is probably one of the hardest losses to to take in, you know, because it's not your fault. There's nothing you could have done, you know. You're you're, you're if you look at your bench, like you're not going to play Cam Akers over Sutton. Nah, 
it wasn't and you didn't in, it have wasn't any the other cards. options. So um, that just you know it sucks. Um, Drewby put up a good game, 123. I think that was the second highest scoring team of the week. Um, Justin Fields um, putting up 21. Man, that what was it a 50 yard touchdown run or? An, 80 is just he's so I saw he just sprinted right up the middle it was amazing um CD Lamb with a big game on Sunday night um the the sun sun god God. yes Mm. the sun god he is Amon Ra it was great overcame his two running backs scoring less than 10 points total with uh Jalen Warren who he thought would get a little more playing time but Najee said nah I'm fine it's all right coach put me in um, and then Aaron Jones going in and out with injury. Um, yeah. So his running backs didn't do good, but his wide receivers definitely made up for it. Um, yeah, and, it was and then the tough big... between Fields. I think, yeah, Fields and CD and Monroe would outscored me by about 20 points. So, I mean, the, the, the big one for him, <laughs> though, was the Cleveland defense. Oh. 31 points against the just disgrace of a team down in Houston. We 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 are going to have the best baseball team, the world champions in the sport of baseball and the worst team in football. Sports. It was a Houston really tough sports. 12 o'clock window of sport of football for me. Yeah. Watching the Ravens on one screen and then the Browns like just hammer home Drew's win against me i was like this is this is not going to be a good day yeah it's a tough loss murph um we'll see how it affects you in the standings and the playoff scenarios drewby is strictly playing spoiler and uh just getting himself ready for the loser bracket he's gonna try real hard not to be that sticker bitch um i think as it stands right now uh he's he's got the bye week in the loser bracket um, but depending on on the matchups uh, this coming up week, um, if if Britt loses and he wins, um, I think he well, and he's got a uh, yeah, he's got more points than Britt. So if they flip flop, then Britt could be the the buy the number two seed in the loser bracket. And um, so Drewby's trying to play spoiler here, uh, but let he certainly made my road harder. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's take the last matchup. Futt Buckerson taking down Commissioner's Pet. Take it away, Murph. Well, Corbin just roll, continue to roll right along, but uh, continue the trend of winning this week while scoring under your projected. He uh, scored 115 when he was projected 121, but – and, uh, you know – Matt scored over his projected, but only put up 101, unfortunately for him. <clears throat> you know, Brady giving him about as good as he's been this year, 18 points. But that Joey, was all in the fourth quarter motherfucking too. Burrow, oh, yeah. who was going to be my best thing of the week, out-dueling Patrick Mahomes, <clears throat> put up 30 for Corbin. And then it just got, you know, worse from there. Latavius Murray gets outscored for Matt. By Dalvin Cook, eight to fifteen. Johns, uh, is that Tyler Johnson for the Jets? Ty, there, Ty Matt, Johnson. 
Ty Johnson for the Jets. Matt's having to start gives him seven points, but Josh Jacobs, the the man who we thought was not going to be good this year, twenty points for Corbin, and then Jefferson getting outscored by Diggs. There, that was yeah. you know Matt's best hope to yep. to give him a big a big advantage. Gabe Davis basically plays Alan Lazard for a, to a draw. And uh, you know Gerald Everett's probably the one shining. Oh, Keenan Allen moment on. Uh, uh, well, Keenan, yeah, Keenan Allen, but I think you know Everett going up against Hayden Hurst only putting up two oh, points yeah. for Corbin when uh, Gerald Everett gave Matt ten. But yeah, like you said, Keenan Allen scoring seventeen, and Corbin only getting eleven from Damian Pierce. That Browns defense, fucking motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> and then Matt, you know. Got some points with his kicker, but Zach Carlson and then, you know, Corbin got five five from Butker and then the defenses basically play each other to a draw. It's just yeah. not enough when you're getting doubled up in your running back and ten points from your quarterback. You know, Jefferson's not pulling it out for Matt. Yep. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's been tough for Matt this year. Uh three and ten. Easily gonna have the number one seed in the loser bracket. Um, so he's the, the favorite to be the next sticker bitch. Um, but anything can happen, uh, once we make the, uh, once we, we get to the postseason. but oh, yeah. All right. So that was our last matchup. So let's get into some of these playoff scenarios. So I went through as many, um, scenarios as I could, um, you know, there's I didn't really get into the seeding because there's a lot of things that could happen for seeding and I didn't want to be here for two hours talking about what oh, each yeah. team needs to do for seeds. Um so essentially Cody and Corbin they've clinched the playoffs. They are in. Uh, they are going to be number one and number two. It just matters on um who is gonna be, you know, Depends on this week who's going to be one, who's going to be two, but they will be the one and two seeds. Um, when we get down into third and fourth place, Murph, that's you and me. We are eight and five. It's pretty me simple. You, my guy. Pretty simple. We win and we're in. Uh, we can also clinch if we lose and there is a loss by. Henson, Charlie, or Josh. Now, is that if we both if we both lose and only one of those lose? I was looking at that earlier. Because um, I'm curious about that, sir. So that actually gets down into Charlie later. But I think okay. if we both lose, then Charlie would have to... Yeah, Charlie would win. So we, if we both lose... And then Henson, Charlie, and Josh all win. Charlie would have to outscore you by 28.18 points or me by 31.54 points okay. to jump that's what, us. That's what we're looking. Gotcha. So. Oh, mother of God, Charlie. It's, it's, <laughs> Lay an know, egg. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, 
I I am I I am the most unconfident three seed, and I think you might be the most unconfident four seed. Oh, that I've ever been. I mean, I was if looking the at Ravens it earlier. Somehow make it to the playoffs. That's how. Uh, that's how I'll be feeling about their team too. I just don't. I don't have any. If I make the playoffs, it's all gravy. We tried hard. I can say I made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, no, no sticker bitch for us. If, if that's that's what we're going for. But just looking at us, third and four, three and four seed. Uh, the one, the two, and the five, the five and the six, and the eight seed, all have more points than us. And that that I know that's going to piss Taylor off more than anything because he's sitting oh, at eight yeah. seed with fourteen hundred points. But when you look at the one, the two, and the five seed, being Cody, Corbin, and Henson, they all have over fifteen hundred points. And we're sitting here at thirteen thirty. Oh yeah, there's not you much know, confidence. Right time, right place, right time. That's, you that's, know, when I lose, I lose bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's for us, the eight and five teams. Now I'm going to look at Henson and Josh. They're both seven and six. Again, if they win, they're in. Which makes mine and Henson's matchup pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a big um, one. But anyway, they win, they're in. They can also get in with a loss, but they have to have losses by either of the other two, meaning um, so Henson, Josh, or Charlie, any of the other two seven and six players. So if Henson loses, but Josh and Charlie both lose, or Josh or Charlie lose one of them, um, then they'll be in. Yeah. Um, so they can still get in with a loss. Um, and then they can also move up in seeding based on our matchups. So if we lose, both uh, Henson and Josh have more points than us, so they would move up in seeding. I mean, I mean, I, we could outscore them by 150 points. And it still won't matter. Oh, not not for Henson. Not, yeah, not for Henson. Yeah, we need to outscore him by 200 points. Ah, you know, small potatoes. That's nothing. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, now we move Give on to Charlie. Weeks. Charlie is uh, – he, he needs some help. So he can get in with a win, but then he also needs Henson or Josh to lose. So he needs to win. One of them need to lose. And then right. – um, or he needs to win and then – he needs me to lose, like we said earlier. He needs me to lose, yeah. and he needs to outscore me by 31 points, or he needs you to lose, and he needs to outscore you by 28 points. Right. Um, yeah, so Charlie needs Charlie needs help. Charlie isn't the winning-in crowd. Like, we're, we're all in the winning-in crowd, you, me, Henson, Josh. Charlie needs a win and a little bit of help. So I don't think I think Charlie will be cheering for me more than he as, ever has all year, because <laughs> if I beat Henson and he wins his matchup, he's in. Oh yeah, well he's got a tall order. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy got a. I know he's team. got a bad matchup, and I, I'm not confident either. Um, now let's move on to our our last team with playoff hopes, 
and I wish he was here, and I'm pretty sure this is why he ducked out, because he's a little bitch. Taylor, our fearless commissioner, sitting at six and seven. He can only get in if he wins, and then he needs both Charlie and Josh to lose, but he also needs to outscore Josh by 63 points. That's the only way he can get in. He has to win, Charlie and Josh have to lose, and he has to outscore Josh by 63 points. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) I mean, he's technically still in it, but... There there truly was no God. (laughs) Taylor would make the playoffs here. Yeah, and and I know The good Lord above would never let this happen. Yeah. Never let us not enjoy Taylor missing the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. Oh, it would be fantastic if he made it to the the loser bracket, and if our commissioner was the one putting up stickers on our board next year. Oh, I don't. Anthony. I mean, there's. I'm knocking on wood because there's still loud. a way that I'm not in the playoffs. But I'm just, you know, I think we're all. Like a, I think we're all secretly cheering for that. Yeah. Like a good birthday wish. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> so, anyway, that's our, our playoff scenarios. Um, so, lots of things that we can be looking for. Um, I didn't go through the loser bracket scenarios, but essentially that's all just seeding. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, so it's the reverse of what we just said. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> we know who's making the loser bracket and everybody, all those interesting scenarios. Were- right. And and we're also coming down, it's last week, obviously, and we're coming down to most points scored. Because um, remember, most points gets their money back. Yeah. So right now, Cody's leading with 1547. Henson is behind him at 1543. So he's only four points behind him. And then Corbin is at 1540. So he's only seven points behind him. So any three of those guys could end with the most points for the season. Right. I hope it's not um, Henson. You know, just he because needs of this it. week, he needs it. We all need it. Man can't even keep food on his plate. <laughs> it all ends up on the floor. So many bills go to to cleaning companies, and you know, well, he's got to go buy more tacos. He yeah. drops them. Yeah, you'd make a terrible Mexican. You never drop your tacos. I mean, that's why they give you a taco is so you can hold it. Yeah. Well, I've, I've seen, you know, two or three-year-olds in my family at little family reunions. They never spill tacos, you know? Nah. They know what they're doing. Professionals. You know. Anyway, um, so those are our playoff scenarios. Um, it's, it's stressful and – I got to tell you, it ties in with our, our sponsor for the episode. Um, this this time of the fantasy season, it brings a lot of, um, f- you know, unusual anxiety and stress. And according to uh, the Mayo Clinic, stress can contribute to many health problems, such as high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, and diabetes. And although there are many ways to relieve that unwanted stress, the best way is by getting a tension-releasing massage at DW4's Massage Parlor. DW4's highly professional and extra-friendly staff are specially trained to make you feel overwhelmingly relaxed while their magic hands 
work to release all the stress you have. And if one masseuse is not living up to your expectations, don't worry. They have up to 24 highly trained masseuses to ensure you always leave with a smile on your face. DW4's massage parlor is perfect for anybody in any profession, whether you're deciding who to start at your quarterback position in fantasy football or actually throwing touchdowns on the field. DW4's has the solution for your stress. Worried about your friends finding out? Well, worry not, because at DW4's, they use the highest level of discretion with all of their customers, because the last thing they want is to reveal all your dirty secrets so everyone knows what a terrible, disgusting, putrid human being you actually are. So if you're looking for that magic touch that you've been missing so much, head over to DW4's Massage Parlor, where you'll always leave satisfied. Hmm. So, gotta relieve that stress. That's right, you know, some there's sometimes you're just feeling like a despicable individual and you yeah. need to find the right place. Yeah. Um, most of the time they, they, uh, they operate, you know, behind closed doors, closed curtains, um, any, but you know, it's only by, uh, Instagram DM. Can you schedule an appointment? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm not going to say much more to that. Um, let's jump into our upcoming matchups. So of course, Taylor wasn't on this episode, so we have not been, updating the listeners on who picked what or who picked who for each game oh shit yeah we suck at that Murph we suck at we gotta work on that um and I'm not gonna go back through and say it all because just right. I'm, I'm not just gonna just update do it. the record so how we did unfortunately Taylor had a good week Taylor went four and two so he is now 28 and 20 um Murph also had a good week went four and two he is now 26 and 22 I so close to five and one. Had an average week and went three and three. And I am also at twenty six and twenty two. So you and I are both two games behind Taylor. I don't know why we're keeping track of this. I also don't know what the reward will be for being the best at randomly guessing who's gonna uh, win a fantasy matchup. We just started it, you know, bragging rights is good for now. Bragging rights is fine. Um, all right. Let's jump into next week's matchups. Um, we all lost. You, me, and Taylor. All three of us. Well, I but, know who scored the least. Yes. <laughs> well, yours truly scored the most. Yeah. So I'm going to start us off. And I can't take my own matchup, which is the one I would probably want to take. Um, not oh, to, yeah. There's just a lot, a lot in it. So, um, unfortunately... There's not much else. Um, there's one more pretty big matchup. Yeah, I'll take this one first. Why not? I mean, you're not going to take it, so it doesn't matter. But it's the only one I can't take. You know, it's the only one you can't take. If Taylor was you on the podcast, you just got the raw end of the deal. Yeah. If if Taylor was on the podcast, I was planning on waiting to take it as the last matchup. The last because one. y'all couldn't yeah. take it. It's the it's a great matchup with a lot of implications. Um, so let's do it. The Strictator versus Murphy's Law. Um, and like I said, with – I mean, Taylor needs to win and needs a hell of a lot of help. And you need to win and you clinch a spot. Yeah. So, 
Um, looking at the matchups, it's incomplete. Yeah, for whatever reason, sleeper has not has Lamar as questionable, and not so I can't. I can't. so I need to take him out of my IR spot, and I can't move anybody just yet. Mm. Yeah. Now Cortland Sutton's doubtful, but it won't let me put it him in yeah, my IR spot. You won't do either. it with doubtful. You got to be out. Well, either so way, I'm going to be you're starting gonna... Kirk. Yep. I think I added and it then... up. I added it up earlier with the projections. Um, Taylor will be at 110, but I think if I added up, I added Kirk for your quarterback, uh, Dulcich for tight end, and then your kicker in there. And I think it was like 30, almost 33 points. Yeah. Um, so you'd be at like 99. So his and 110 here, 99. Yeah. I. Um, Taylor's got Kyler Murray. It is on Monday night going against New England. It's a tough matchup. Um, yeah. Eckler hasn't been great as of late, but he's playing Miami. And I feel like that game might be a shootout. Uh, Zeke against Houston. That's a great matchup. Um, him and Pollard, yeah, is. they could split it 50-50, and they'll both score probably 25 points. Wow. Um, so I think the running backs, you've got Najee against Baltimore and Barkley against Philly. Yeah, not good, Bob. It's it's pretty close. I I'm going to go slight this. edge slight edge to Taylor because of the matchups he has. Yeah, I so, want to pick myself, but I, I can't. It's – I need like crazy. I need my team to overperform. Like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, he has me in almost every position. You know, I, unless, except for wide receiver, and it's not like I have a a huge advantage. I need Hopkins and Godwin to have crazy good games, and my running backs to do good against tough run defenses. So, yeah, I but I gotta go Taylor here. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm start, go Taylor I'm starting too. Kirk Cousins. I'm starting yeah. Kirk Cousins. What do you want from me? Your your wide receivers could be a big difference. Um, who know, I mean, Huntley will probably hyper-target Mark Andrews. Yeah. Because that's basically all he has. I'm going to have to make a decision on my flex tomorrow whether I want to start, whether I want to trust my my playoff, you know, com- like win to uh, Cam Akers Oof. or go with Gus Edwards against Pittsburgh. That's the decision you always thought you'd have at week 14, right before the playoffs, right? Oh, Gus definitely. Edwards or Cam Akers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Taylor in this one. Um, Same here. That's, that's, a, that's a rough spot. Right before the playoffs, you lose Lamar. It's uh, yeah. tough sledding. I felt, you know, I feel okay about Cousins, but it's just, you know, it's not as inspiring as, not not that Lamar was playing great, but, you know, he might rip off 30. I just don't feel like Kirk Cousins is going to rip off 30. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. All right. Um, since Taylor's not here, I will give you the next matchup, and then we'll pick his. So, which oh, matchup you right. want? Well... The score's not close, but there's nothing more I like than seeing these two just argue and get in, and get you know in, in any kind of in any form of battle or contest. 
and I have to go with Britt versus Corbin. You're taking Austin yeah. guys, huh? I got Austin to. guys got over this... over playoff implications. Well, I'm wait. I got I got time for that one. That's true. And then you know, there's it really the rest of it's not as entertaining. And I want and I wanted this game because uh, you know Britt wants to play spoiler, but I don't think it's going to happen. <clears throat> Debo's little disappointment projected eight eighty two right now, and he doesn't have anybody in his tight end spot. Go is Everett on? Oh no, he's got Ingram on his bench. Yeah, but Corbin Buckerson projected one fourteen to Brits eighty two is not looking good. Josh Allen projected twenty five, but I, mean, he hasn't Joe, been I feel there. better about Joe Burrow versus Cleveland than I do Josh Allen against New York. Isn't that crazy? Or the Jets? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, yeah, and then. Cook versus Swift against Minnesota. Cook and Jacobs. That's, yeah. And then Diggs versus Zay Jones and Gabriel yeah. Davis against Hollins. Come on now. What it's not It's here? not close. <laughs> yeah, it's not. This will be a. Gibson's uh, on by. Yeah, so he'll, <laughs> so he'll have to play. Have to he'll probably play. Or, or McKinnon. Or Sam. I mean, well, Debo. Yeah, Debo. Yeah, he'll I'd play Debo. Debo. Dude, it don't, I don't care. I don't care if Jimmy G's not pulling the trigger over there. Let him put in Baker Mayfield. Um, they don't have Baker Mayfield. Oh shit! The Rams got the Rams him, right. got Baker. Yeah, man, I was I was inundated <laughs> with so much Baker to the Niners material. I forgot the Rams happened. I know. I thought it was gonna. Um, happen. But yeah, this is a. I think this is gonna be an easy win for Corbin. Hopefully, he puts up enough points. You know, he's hoping he puts up enough points to. Get him in that take, number one. Take the number one back. Yeah. Or, you know, get his money back. Or get his, yeah, it's it's nice when you get <laughs> your money points. back. Outscore those two yahoos by seven points. Yep. Call it a day. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. It's not close to me. Britt's best players are Swift and Pacheco. Or Josh Allen. Taylor said in his, and it's oh, yes. Corbin as well. Yeah. It is Corbin as well. And I forgot, in the first matchup we picked, Taylor did pick himself. Yeah, we all swept yeah. Taylor against me. And we're all taking Corbin against Britt. Yeah. Um Alright, who what matchup should we pick for Taylor? Should we go Commissioner's Pet versus Gastro Disastro? <clears throat> well yeah. That's all that has is or sh- toilet bowl implications. Yeah. Or should we should we Make Taylor have to talk about the foe that took him down this past week and go gentle ginger giant versus shit show. Oh, I God, see you're you're so much more diabolical than me. I like that because he would actually be he he'd actually, you know, that's actually gonna hurt him. It's gonna yeah. you know it's gonna he's it's gonna burn him. I Gall like it. Him. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So yeah, um, looking at this one, Josh versus uh, Drew. Drew's been been tough the past couple weeks um he's got guys i mean cd and amonra are a bad day for somebody waiting to happen yes and then i mean his weak spot is his rb2 it's just ugh. and especially since aaron jones is out no (sighs) justin fields justin fields so he's losing some of his firepower there, but that's why he's been rolling. Like Justin Fields has been dropping bombs on people, and then Ceedee Lamb has been 
awesome this year. He's got a lot of injury tags. Deontay Johnson questionable. Njoku. Uh, Foreman. Yeah. I don't even know if Foreman oh, will Josh's, play. Josh's team's a monster. It is. Hurts. I mean, Chubb. Pollard. Pollard. Waddle. Waddle. You know, Gallup's the weak spot there, but... He picked up Henry playing Arizona. That's an... That's... Arizona gives up points to, to tight ends. Yeah. Um, even with Jacoby Myers in his flex, and it doesn't like it doesn't matter. As soon as you get down to defense and you see that he has Dallas playing Houston, boom. Sorry, Drewby. Lights out. Dallas is going to drub the Texans. Yeah, they um, might. And their defense might drop 50 in fantasy. And that's even worse for CeeDee Lamb. Because I don't think that the Cowboys – I think the Cowboys are going to score two rushing touchdowns and then get a defensive Oof. touchdown and then just cruise the rest of the way. Like, they're not going to have to do anything, you know? Yeah, and that's probably good news for Gallup and Pollard. Yeah. If they don't – if they want to save Zeke. Or at least, if, at least Pollard. So, yeah, yeah I think it, it bodes very well for Josh and not in a good way for, for Drew. So, um Drew's been been playing spoiler, but I don't think he's going to get it this week. Yeah. Jeez, um, Josh teams. Josh team is good. Yep, and Taylor took Josh as well, so we are all in agreement in our first three matchups. Fantastic. I know, right? Just like I, I love that with Taylor with a two game lead. Because some of these are going to be wrong, you know it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, There's no way it goes that chalk. I just don't know. Out of these first three matchups, these were so easy to pick. Like, no offense to you and Taylor's matchup, but I'm not no harm done. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take the next one. Um. And honestly, yeah, I'll take this one just to see if my brother can somehow slay the giant and possibly make his playoff dreams come true because he told me over thanksgiving i want to make the playoffs so bad wow he really does thanksgiving it, it, miracle it's, it's, he's been he's been actually trying despite what his waiver wire uh you know lack of waiver wire participation would show he's actively trying to win um He's got to have a he's got a tough road um ahead of him for this week but I I know he's going to I know he's going to want it so I'm going to take self-help hotline versus hard R. Yeah. He got somebody special to lead him down that hard road too. <laughs> Brock motherfucking Purdy. Okay, yes. I have to take a second. I have to roast him. <laughs> Charlie has Dude. successfully not Put any waivers, waiver claims in all year. It has been 13 weeks. He has had a $100 budget. He has not spent any money on the waiver wire until this week when Aaron Rodgers is on by and he needs a quarterback. So what does he do? He drops $22, which is fine for him because he's got 100 Nobody has more waiver money than he does, more fab. He drops $22 on the quarterback that he specifically wants, and it's Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, 
I was so worried when I dropped six bucks on Kirk, or what was it, three or four dollars on Kirk Cousins, whatever I, just, I got him for. Of all the other Jesus. players on the waiver, of all the other quarterbacks, and he picks Brock Purdy with his playoff chances on the line. Hmm. I, yeah, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. Yeah, I don't know. He's your brother. I, I know. I know. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a tough week for him. Rodgers on by, Kamara on by, even though Kamara hadn't done shit. Uh, he did snag James Cook, and I know a lot of us wanted James Cook off the waiver wire, so that was a decent uh, a decent pickup. Um, only took until week 14 for him to actually use Fab. You know. And he paid a respectable amount for that. Yeah. He he did, but he like I said, he's got the money. He's I mean he could he could have dropped ninety nine on a player. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> I yeah, but twenty two on Purdy is It's idiotic. Know, that's like like Taylor that's like, uh yeah, throwing a throwing a Benjamin on the bar and being like, Yeah, give me a shot of Jack. Yeah, exactly, yes. Here's here's a hundred dollar a hundred dollar bill. Keep the tip. Can I have a Lone Star, please? Let me get a let me get a well <laughs> shot. What you got there, <laughs> Taylor? If if you listen back to this episode and you're making your waiver, like I'm gonna go ahead and just type in one of the losers, and it's Charlie for picking up Brock Purdy for twenty two dollars. Jesus, fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's got uh, Rogers and Kamara on by. Um, he's his running backs are a little weak because he's starting Hunt against Cincinnati. Uh, he's got Miles Sanders. Devontae Adams is crazy good, but he's going up against Tyree Kill, who's playing the Chargers, who is also crazy good. Um, Charlie's strong points are his wide receivers with Devontae Adams and Tyler Lockett. But Cody's got Mike Evans, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Um, I just don't – even though they underperformed last week and Charlie would have technically beat Cody, I just don't see it happening again. I know Denver's got a pretty decent defense, but I don't see him holding Mahomes and and Kelsey down. Um. Even with Jonathan Taylor on a bye, I think this is Cody's to lose. Yeah. I don't like Seattle playing. I mean, he's probably – his defense is probably going to go off. Like, Seattle's been turning the ball over like crazy. I mean, and you you hit everything else. Like, it's just an advantage to Cody in so many different places. I don't see how – Charlie just gets the advantage anywhere, so it's going to be swept if, again. If he would have picked up any other quarterback, I would I would go on, I mean, out on a limb and I would pick him. Oh, I understand that. This but, is my this is my two QB argument. Like there are quarterbacks startable on the waiver wire right now. I uh, well, but he shouldn't be picking up Purdy. He shouldn't have picked him yeah, up. Yeah, that's – I mean, 
God bless him if Purdy like comes out and like runs for two little two scores and then hits Kittle or Debo on like Debo on like a little shovel pass or something and and somehow comes up with like three touchdowns and fifty yards rushing, but um, yeah, like that's just it's a dart throw. You're like I believe in Kyle Shanahan because yeah. Tannehill Tannehill's a safer bet. I mean, fuck. Taylor just dropped Deshaun Watson. That's probably a safer bet. Jared Goff. I mean, Tyler Huntley's not Lamar, but he's probably going to get you 50 yards rushing and a touchdown or two. You know? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love if Purdy has a great game because that means that he is dumping the ball off to McCaffrey, who's scoring 80-yard touchdowns. I would love that, but I just don't yeah. see that actually happening, especially against Tampa Bay. I just don't see it. But anyway, um, so we're all picking Cody in that one. We're all in agreement again. Um, Murph, you get your last pick. All right. Well, I was saving the best for last. Yeah. Much like much how I eat a plate of food, I save best bite for last. But Cooper Troopers versus Henson's Carpet Stains. It's a very pivotal playoff matchup, as Anthony went through earlier. Anthony favored by a three whole points. I think this is also our closest. Yeah, uh, no, you got to look at it. Up. Oh, with uh, Anthony favored one. All right, and we are back after some slight technical difficulties. Well, we were breaking down th- this most uh, pivotal. And uh, the most pivotal playoff matchup and the closest matchup we have this week. And uh, it looks pretty even throughout. Uh, Anthony's got Justin Herbert going up against Tua for Henson. McCaffrey versus Henson uh, having Henry. I mean, yep. 17 points apiece for those two. Two juggernauts. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, and then Rashad White, you know, a solid RB2 against ATN, you know, another low-end RB2. A.J. Brown versus T. Higgins, Henson gives Henson a slight edge there. Oh, yeah. Jerry Judy's been playing well for you. Um, he's uh, I just picked him up. Projected. Yeah, or yeah, but he's been playing well for Denver yeah. lately. Um, D.K. Metcalf's only projected one point more than Jerry Judy for Henson. Um, Pat, Pat fucking Fryermuth for the Steelers has been playing a solid tight end one this Just year. A I mean, tight end, yeah, yeah. It has been. It hurts me as a Ravens fan, but good, good for you. <laughs> and then uh, another, another. I mean, this guy had a little more pub coming into the season, but for Henson Dalton Schultz once oh, yeah. again. Uh, Henson's got a one-point edge in the projection there for you for him, um, but then Joe Mixon in his flex against Brandon Ayuk for you. Yeah, that's a strong. I mean, Ayuk flex. has big, yeah, big playability, but Joe Mixon's floor is so high. Well, I'll be, and I'll be honest. Cleveland, and that's how you attack Cleveland. Yeah. So, so the projections are close. You know, one hundred nine to one hundred six. He still is yet to put in a defense. So. Yeah. He's going to be projected to beat me, um, which is completely understandable. Um, I'm kind of hoping 
Mike Williams practices and plays this week, and so I can play him over Ayuk because I don't like Ayuk with Purdy. Um, I love McCaffrey right. with Purdy because it's yes. going to be check down central. Um, I th- and I think they're going to hand the ball off a ton. And I truly just hope that this is another another game to my superpower, Murph. Um, two is questionable. Yeah. I think he'll play. So that's going to hurt me. Um, if not, he still has Prescott on the bench. But like I said, in the Drew matchup, the Drew and Josh matchup, I don't think the passing game for Dallas is going to have to do much. So if he does have to go to Prescott, I, I don't know if Prescott will put up good numbers against Houston this week, which is really weird to say. Um, Derek Henry has not been playing well as of late. Um, and he's had good matchups. He just – hasn't been playing well. Um, so I'm hoping and praying that that just continues. Um, and then ETN against Tennessee. Tennessee's got one of, if not the best, rush defenses in the league. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't I, – I think Henson has it here. And that's probably where I'm going to go. I can see the path to winning for you, but I think your superpower affects your team a little bit too. Herbert has not been playing up to his potential this year. You know, I mean, T. Higgins in that big game from Burrow last week didn't have a yeah, he didn't. huge game. Right. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Mike Williams, but I mean, Mike Williams might be the prototypical, like, play down to the opponent guy. Or like, I mean, boom bust for yeah, sure. I'm so. just hoping it for a shootout and Mike Williams to actually come back healthy. Um, I I think f- for me, I mean, this is playoffs on the line. We both need a win to clinch a spot. So Uh-oh. it's close enough for me. I mean, I'm going with myself. What are you going to say? I'm going with myself. Oh boy, they're gonna play for the win I, one I, for the Gipper. I wasn't I wasn't gonna pick myself, but I'm just I'm I mean this is the one that this is the one that you could I feel like you should go the other way on if you were gonna go. And even if it wasn't your own team you're picking, this is the closest matchup, even after Henson plays a defense. Yep. I think because I can see Either one of these teams winning, like like it's it could be yeah yeah. This and I, is, I need this confidence. The, I need confidence going into the, the battle the the trade battle here. Yes, this is this is who's going to come out on top. And look at the trade battle. Mike Williams may or may not play, and I have McCaffrey, and then I traded away Miles Sanders. Those were the big names I got. He still has Etn, who's been amazing since I traded him to him. A.J. Yep. Brown, who is, what is he, the number five wide receiver. Well, I mean, didn't they trade um, Oh Boy to New York after the trade? Uh, they traded the other running back from the Jacksonville? I can't think yes, of his name Yes, right yes, James Robinson. Yeah, Robinson, yeah. that's If it. I would have included Robinson and kept ETN, I'd be in a much better spot. But <laughs> see, neither here nor there. And then he finally he gets Mixon back after being out a couple of games, and he's playing him in his flex. I mean that's that's just great. That's a great team. But it's good news. 
for him. Um, I'm hoping Herbert plays well in a shootout. Hopefully Williams plays and we get I get a couple of you know stackable touchdowns there. Um, Friar Muth hopefully finds the end zone against Baltimore. I mean, there's lots of ways that this could go. It's close enough. I feel confident enough to pick myself in this matchup. Yeah, Baltimore's played really well against tight ends, I think, this year. Or it seems like they have. I don't have another choice. I'm mute. I know. No, I'm deathly afraid. I'm way more afraid, irrationally afraid of Kenny Pickett this weekend. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Anthony. I want I want to pick you as well, but I gotta go. I gotta go, Henson here. I I understand, and honestly, I, before I mean, we started the podcast, and I was looking at the matchups, I was thinking I, I'm gonna pick Henson because I think he's gonna win it. Yeah. But just looking at the matchups and looking at just how close the actual matchup is, yeah, I'm just I I'm going with myself. Justin Tucker's playing Pittsburgh, and even if he misses one, I mean he's still he's gonna kick like five of them up. I yeah, guess. that's true. Well, it's the last game of the season. Can't hold anything back now. <laughs> Win one for the Gipper. <laughs> All right, let's go. Last matchup. This one will be for Taylor. Pick it. Commissioner's Pet versus Gastro Disastro. Um, this is bottom of the barrel. I mean, dance. Dan was looking promising for a little so while. Oh. He had potential. It fell off, unfortunately. See the promised land. Um, let's see. Oh, and in the last matchup, Taylor picked Henson as well. So that's the first one that we're that we're you know split that you're on. You're disagreeing on. <laughs> I, I don't have a choice. I yeah, you know I, I need to. Um, but let's look at this. Uh, this commissioner's pet versus gastro disaster. So, um, as of now, Matt has Tom Brady um, as quarterback going up against Geno. Got to give the edge to Geno Smith in this one. Um, yeah, Matt's Carolina. running backs, yeah, and Geno's been playing really well. Yeah. Um, Matt's running backs: Latavius Murray, James Conner versus Leonard Fournette and Ramondre Stevenson. Um, honestly pretty even split um i think i'd give the edge to dan because of stevenson and fournette kept stealing all of rashad white's touches yeah i think he has the higher ceiling and the higher floor guys i even though latavius they're both like even though matt has more his guys are projected higher yeah, I just don't know if, how much I trust Latavius Murray and James Conner playing against New England. You know, yeah, it's a tough matchup. I'm, I feel bad for my man Cliff Kingsbury, and I don't even like him, but Bill Belichick's about to put him in the hurt locker. Yeah, uh, man, they just gave Cliff that extension over the off season, and I think they're going to instantly regret it. I hate that I feel like two of the top ten like in talent quarterbacks – in this league have Cliff Kingsbury and Brandon Staley as a coach. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, looking at the wide receivers in this matchup, um, Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen for Matt versus Jamar Chase and Amari Cooper for Dan. And um, I will give the edge in this one to Matt for wide receivers. Um, Jamar Chase is a difference maker. We know that. Amari Cooper, I, that one's just – purely on 
how putrid um, Deshaun Watson looked. Um, he just looked he looked terrible. So I I just don't know how Cooper's gonna do. Um, and Keenan Allen has looked great since coming back. He's been a good weapon for for Herbert. And Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson against Detroit. That's a yeah great I think great setup for him. Yeah, I think the edges to Matt there. I think Jamar Chase though is a one game back from injury. Like I think and and him and Burrow, I think they're about to catch on fire again here leading up to the playoffs. But I mean, like I said, Jeff I mean, not that Jefferson's not doesn't make Kirk Cousins look like fucking Joe Montana. But I think it's a little closer than the projections. Yeah, it it probably is, but I still like the the duo of Jefferson Allen more than Chase right. Cooper. Um, tight ends. Cooper's a steady Eddie, man. Yeah, but well, I'm just I'm just going off last week because that's what we got to go off of. Oh, it was with, horrible with, with Watson. Um, tight ends, slight edge to Dan with Hawkinson, a revenge game going up against Detroit. Um, but tight ends such a shit show that you just never know. Um, Garrett, you know Garrett Everett could be the end zone guy for for Justin Herbert. So Ger- Gerald Everett, what did I say? Garrett. I'm so look. All I see is G hey. Everett, and that's what my brain my brain just goes to whatever first. I'm name. sure I've gotten many of them wrong. Yeah, but you know, well, I, in, I forget this mic. In picks their it up in their flex in their flex, we've got um, Corey Hubbard versus Thomas McLaurin. <laughs> Um, but so near but, copper troopers, <laughs> don't make me be a tailor over here. Um, Hubbard might actually be a great play because Foreman might not play um, against Seattle, so that might be a good flex for um, Matt. And then McLaurin's on bye, but Dan can easily just sub in Garrett Wilson, who will be excellent again. And then Raheem Mostert's back healthy too. He is. Uh, I I would trust Garrett. And Wilson the Chargers more, can't stop shit for run defense. Yeah, that's true. But like they, I mean, they can't. I I would I would go Mostert, but that's me. And see, I would go Wilson. Buffalo's defense isn't bad, so no. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to agree on everything. We do not, and we don't very often. <laughs> um, so. Uh, looking at this, who who do you think has the edge? Taylor picked Dan in this one. Yeah, this one's I pretty think close. Taylor trying to be a contrarian, maybe, but I actually, uh, yeah. Since I like the both those choices he has on his bench, Baltimore against Pittsburgh is sneaky for Matt. One thing we didn't touch. Yeah. Oh man, and lifetime Longhorn. Cameron, Cameron Dicker. Dicker, Dicker the kicker, for Dan. Damn it, man! This this is a closer one. This is pretty close, especially when you add in the flex points. Once you take yeah, McLaurin think... out of the flex, that 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 projection line is going to be damn near fifty fifty. Yeah, I think um, by Monday night, Stevenson's going to pummel Matt, and Dan takes this one. All right. Um, last last week of the season can't hold anything back now. I'm going, Matt. I'm I'm doing it. I'm gonna try to make hey. up some ground. We got um, a lot of pl- we got a lot of playoff matchups to pick. Yeah, so that's that's true. Um, 
But for regular season, end it. I'm gonna try to end it on a. End it on a tie. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna try. I'm gonna try to to tie with Taylor. So I'm going mad in I this one. You. Um, but that's all of our our matchups. Um, we only had two we disagreed on, and I'm the only one that that disagreed on them. Didn't with you y'all. disagree in? It's me I versus Henson and week. Matt versus Dan. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move I don't feel on good to. About it. I went chalky this week. You did, you did. I had to take some risks. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move on to our waiver section. Taylor was so kind as to type up some waiver notes for us. Um. So let's start with some big spenders. Um. We're going with Josh, who paid nineteen dollars for, and I don't remember his first name. It look it's a Z. Zonovan. Um, Zonovan. I was, yeah. But they call him Bam. I like Bam. I was going to go with Bam. Bam. Bam Knight. Yeah, Bam Knight. Bam Knight. Paid $19. Is that, it's a fucking great name for a running back. I know, right? Um. Like, anyway. Not a better name on the football field. There were five other. The football field. Bam. There were five other bids, um, including another $19 bid from Dan and $11 bid from Britt. Um, mm. This, you know. Taylor put in here, this falls into the winner category because Bam Knight got almost 120 yards from scrimmage. Um, he, yeah. got a, he got 14 points. So that was, that was a good think, waiver wire pickup. I think he's going to be a pretty consistent, like, RB2 flex guy. Yeah. Um, Britt paid $13 for Thielen. Um, I, I let him jump on that grenade by releasing Thielen. Uh, Henson uh, put another bid in at $6. Um, Britt must have felt confident with him getting 17 points the week of Thanksgiving um, uh, in week 12, but Thielen went right back to doing what he's done all year, Um, fell back to his floor under four points. So Britt also, with this one, falls into the loser category. Um, So we got Josh with a big spender, 19 for Bam Knight. He's in the winner category. Britt, 13 for Adam Thielen, who only who scored under four points. He's in the loser category. Um, some other winners. Uh, Drewby picked up Brown's defense. Uh, you, you know that one all too well, Murph. Uh, they were playing Ugh. the Texans. Scored three touchdowns, 31 points. Uh, the Texans, yeah, Taylor put in here, Texans suck so bad. Yes, they do. <sighs> Um, even with the 31 points, the Browns are still ranked as the number 17 defense overall. Texans just suck. Yeah, they're not. Kyle Allen, Davis great. Mills, it doesn't matter. Um, and then a loser for last week. Uh, we got uh, who's this? Oh, Mr. Murph dropped yeah, Robbie this Gold. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is this this was a stretch. I won't this stand a, for this. This was a reach. Robbie Gold uh, dropped Robbie Gold, who put up 18 points. Um, you did pick up Youngway Koo, who did score 14 points. So, you know, it it didn't make and or break your that matchup. makes it sound like that. See, that's some that's some mainstream media shit. That makes it sound like <laughs> I dropped Robbie Gold and picked up Youngway Koo when I I dropped Robbie Gold during the waivers to pick up that Tyrion Davis Price guy mm. to see if he might get the starting nod if yep. McCaffrey was going to be out in San Francisco. That was it was just a lottery ticket 
me and you feel the same way. Kickers are obsolete anyway, so yep. what the hell. And just to show you, I picked up my guy because I love I love the man. I respect that when kickers get drafted high. So Young Way Koo got me fourteen. So mm. yeah, no, it's... no harm done. I feel bad. I'm the only one in the losers category when it was a strategic thing. It cost me four points when half my team is an infirmary ward. Yeah. Well, and and Taylor's last note in here is that it was a relatively boring transaction week. So um, that probably makes sense as to why. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at some other transactions just looking right now. And, yeah, Britt also pick up Zay Jones, who only scored two points. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't spend any money on him. Just, you know, picked him up. It's kind of a bad pickup. Um, well, not a bad pickup. Bad that he played him. Bad, just yeah, bad that he played him. Um, how about Drew picking up and playing Jalen Warren even after finding out that Najee was going to play? I think that one I, might, might be a loser. I it was a free agent move, but yeah. Honestly, that's probably what got him to win. He was just like, you know what? <laughs> Watch this, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, But that is all we have for this one. Um, Don't forget, if you haven't paid your dues, pay your dues. Um. And I think that's all I got. You got anything else, Murph? I do not. I'm ready to hit the showers, man. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah. I'm beat. All right, we got playoffs after this week. Uh, so good luck to everyone except Henson and yeah. Taylor. <laughs> everyone pray for Lamar's knee. Yeah, well. Yeah, you need it. I don't think you'll, you won't. You might play him in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah, if, if I make a yeah, if I make it past the first round. Yeah, it'll be rough. But until I'll be more uh, so for my team. <laughs> I know. Has, but anyhow, this has been a rough year for some of us. But anyway, <sighs> playoffs next week. Good luck, everybody, and uh, we will see you all next week.